Through the magic of audio editing and no help from a flux capacitor, this is Future Nessa. Thank you for going back and listening to our early episodes. Just a quick warning, when we started out, we only had one microphone and the sound quality wasn't very good. You will notice that for these first 10 episodes. But don't worry, starting with episode 11, the sound improves and is much easier to listen to. While we thought about re-recording these early episodes, we felt too much of the natural flow would be lost, so we decided to keep them as they are. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoyed recording them. Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies, Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Communication with your partner is a key skill to success in any ethically non-monogamous relationship. From time to time, we have our friends share some lessons that they've learned. We enjoy these conversations just as much as we do the sexy stories. All right, we're back here at the uh, sex partner with Echo and Falcon. One of the favorite things I like to ask people is, what is the worst experience you've had in the lifestyle or... As a lot, of, it's really tough to have a bad experience, but or a fully bad experience. So it can either be your worst experience or a moment where you learned a lesson, like oh, I didn't really see that coming. I'd never pictured that side of it, but yeah, I'm glad we experienced this. So there's something that we know to avoid. So I I agree with you. I I think that even. Bad experiences is really you can boil it away that you learned a lesson, and so for for me and I were we were both part of this, but for me it it came that one night we went to uh, sexy game night, and um, so maybe people don't know this, but we are facilitators, <laughs> so we started sexy game night and there was probably about eight or 10 people that were playing sexy games and we were really having a great time. Um, and, uh, so as the evening started winding down, we, we started playing truth or dare and, uh, which was fantastic. We, we were doing all kinds of things. And then, uh, the final game was seven minutes in heaven. We, we pulled back all these kids' games, right? So we decided to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. And um, things were just kind of slowing down. People were starting to get ready to go. And so kind of the mood was wearing off. And so uh, Echo threw out the line one more time. And so she picked... Um, a, a single guy, we call them bronies. She, she picked up a brony and said, Hey, let's go do seven minutes in heaven. And we went into a room and I went with her just because kind of our rule was, you know, we, we stick together in the same room. 
This happens to be one of our rules too. Most couples find that their rules will change or fluctuate over time and with some built-up trust. Some rules you will strictly adhere to. This is where communication is so important. And I went into this room. And so her and this brony started making out. Well, I'm straight. So I'm standing in the corner like, ah, what do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do I join? Do I not join? What's going on? I really was in that, that weird situation where I, I, I could have played, but I didn't. Ultimately, the, 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 the time ended, the seven minutes ended, and actually it was ironically the time that the club was closing, so it just kind of worked out perfectly. But it was the lesson learned that we really don't like to play with bronies or unicorns. We're more of a foursome and worsome type couple. That was the lesson learned out of it. And that was an awful experience. Like, I would agree with you. We had a lot. Now, what made it so awful? Oh, so during the experience, I remember looking at Falcon and trying to lock eyes and how what I was trying to convey with that is not what he saw. And we had a little bit of a fight about it. Like, you thought that I was, ha ha, look at me. Look what you know. You can't have stay in the corner and sip your coconut drink, and that wasn't what I was trying to convey at all. Right. So we had a. It was a good discussion to be like, okay, wow, we both need to have our hands occupied <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't happen again. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So it just was the the look you. I will never forget the look you gave me, and I never want to experience that look again. Yeah. It, like you were disappointed in me. It was really sad. <laughs> I was just lying. I, you know, it was. I was trying to cause a mess around there is you know too much vanilla happening and I this brony and I were kibitzing throughout the night so it was like you know like should I get off the bat like go let's do let's do it why not and because at that time we were still are unicorns and bronies off the table are they on and we wouldn't know we don't know until you know and I learned at that moment based on how you looked at me no they're off the table one on one like that they're off the table totally agree yep which is funny because, as you guys know, my favorite thing is to sit back and watch. Ness is by far my favorite porn star, if you will. So I will sit back and watch her perform. As and I, I can spend all night doing it. It's just and play or not play it doesn't really matter to me. Just watching and hearing her is just turns me on every single time. While I. Very much enjoy making eye contact with you during those moments of pleasure and fun. I also have a little bit of guilt. You do seem happier um, when when in a group setting and G is playing. Yes, I agree. I feel I feel less concerned that he is having fun. I mean. While I know he's enjoying what he's seeing, I also want him to enjoy the moment as well. What about you? What was your worst? That was his worst. Yeah. Right. I, so it was really hard to think about a poor experience because every experience has been like, even that one, like we learned a lot. Yeah. And I knew you were going to talk about that experience. So I didn't want to be like, I echo that. Right. Like I didn't want to do that. 
so for me, the um, experience with the least amount of stars would be our first time, well, my first time full swapping. Mm -hmm. And this couple, it, we have the role, like so many people do, you don't take one for the team. And throughout this, like we were just so ready to rip the bandaid off and actually full swap. How long was it before your first full swap? Is that one trip to the club, two trips to the club? Okay. Um, I was about, we were probably three in by that time. Yeah. We were about three, third time. Now, know? each time you went, did you have a play experience or? No. And that was part of it. Like learning, oh, every time you go doesn't mean... That you, it's an orgy every night. Sometimes the club is just that. It's just a chill experience. So it's really exciting when there's like a mess around experience. Um, no, the cards just align where it was. There was a couple that we hit it off with. Falcon happens to be a little bit more of a facilitator than I am, especially when it comes to like, let's do this. Let's, let's make this happen. And I was okay with it because I knew that was that something that we really wanted to do. We wanted to experience this full swap vibe. If it like is this something we want? And we, I was attracted to this couple, but not like it. Just it didn't feel. They weren't you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. You know, and it, so it was. Nice. It was. It was fine, but it wasn't. Yeah, I, it wasn't, we shouldn't have, honestly, like, knowing what we know now, we would not end up in bed with them. No. Again. But we did. This is what made it an awful experience. I was okay with who I was paired with. The issue was watching my husband with battling for alpha with this other female. Mm -hmm. And because of that, Falcon, you ended up in your own head. And because, like, you know, you know, like, men who are in their own head during bedroom activity often have issues communicating with organs in their body to do what they need to do. <laughs> and then I just felt like it was our first real experience experiencing things not doing what they should be doing. Hey, Falcon, will you dig into this a little deeper for us? Guys, think about this for a minute. You're at the club, you've been drinking, and you get into a situation that's a bit out of your comfort zone. Of course it is possible things will not work out as it usually does. Not getting it up is perfectly normal, and many other men we hang out with have conveyed similar situations. Don't get discouraged. Like it or not, it's a part of the lifestyle. And figuring out on the fly how I'm supposed to help you, having her like tell you, you're in your head, stop it. While I am having sex with someone else for the first time, like it was just such an uncomfortable experience because I couldn't support you, but also you couldn't support me, right. you know, in that like moment of connection, you know, and like you couldn't be connected with me. I couldn't look at you and have that moment with you. And our big goal, our big thing that we do is we like sharing our energy with other people. And at that moment you were on the, you could have been five rooms over because you weren't in the room with me. And that was sad. And I didn't like that. Like that right. didn't feel good to me. Yeah, no. So now that you've experienced that and you say you wouldn't do that now, 
if that situation arises, what do you do differently? With, um, like, if, if organs are not working the way they should be working, I recognize it now um, a little bit more. I know some of the tips and tricks that Falcon does when he's in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I often will excuse myself from whomever I'm playing with because he's my top priority. And I'll go over and I'll love on him and kiss him and touch him or maybe even talk to him and not be like, get out of your head because that does not work. Get <laughs> <laughs> it hard. Yeah. Why is it hard? <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. But like, yeah. and if, well, I don't want it hard. That's why yeah. it's not hard. Yeah. That's clearly, I don't want to do anything here. <laughs> what is wrong? Yeah. But also, like, if need be, like, we now know how to communicate with each other and if, if it's something where you're like, it's not going to happen, I'm not going to get hard, then we like know how to better navigate navigate that. that yeah then we then in the past I just that one experience is awful because I'm like ah. but do you know that you're better at navigating it before it even gets into a room yes at this point oh there's no doubt yeah. the the problem there was and and it 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 is now very clear to us that she was not submissive and I need somebody who is quite a bit more submissive. Okay. And when she tried to dom on top of my dom, we were just locking horns at that point. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Echo here. I wanted to unzip Falcon's experience a bit more. The great thing about BDSM is that it has multiple interpretations. In this instance, Falcon was experiencing a bit of a power struggle with the female he was playing with. Both were trying to lead, and it took on a too-many-cooks-in-the-kitchen vibe. It didn't matter what you did at that point. It, it was, she was trying to control and lead. I was trying to control and lead, and it just ended up to be a total train wreck. Yeah. 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 But, okay. So, yeah, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> See, it's funny that you say the, that you feel you're the dumb because knowing you guys for as long as I have, I see you both play that role and switch back and forth frequently. I did not realize that I had any version of switch in me at all. Like, did not realize it until like the other night on your bed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize Wait, it. When was this? Yeah. But I remember, I remember talking to you on the way yeah. home, and I was like, I think I may have a little bit, like a little loop of like alphaness in me, and I don't know where she came from, but I kind of like her, but I would never experience her with you falcon because like i know my role but i kind of want to like maybe explore that avenue a little bit more because i feel like a little piece of my like sexual awakening occurred yeah i don't know it was kind of fun what happened um more specifically i was i had three people underneath me including nasa who was um Pumping my thigh and ended up getting off because I told her, you need to come, you need to come, and I got her to come, and I was really excited about it. I was really proud of myself. She was very good at it. I did, because after it happened, I hopped over, and I went to Falcon, and I was like, I need this to come, I need this to come, I'm so excited. <laughs> you, you are, actually, you are one of the females that I have played with that I can say 100% that when you speak to me, I honestly feel like something genuine is coming out of you. So when you were saying, I, I think you were like, do you like that? Or something, yeah. you were you were really like, 
I genuinely wanted to know. It, it didn't feel like you were just saying something to try to get me going. It felt like you were there in the moment and it felt really awesome. And I can say for sure that you totally embraced that part of yourself, whatever it is. And, and it came through very genuine. For me, girl on girl play is more of a genuine thing than it is like a fake thing because I can tell when there's that girl who is playing with me to impress her guy mm -hmm. and to, to get him turned on. And then there is the girl who is legitimately in there to actually like turn me on, to be in the moment with me. And, and there is a, a very big, I can, I can definitely see the split between those and I, and, and I agree completely. Felt very genuine. <laughs> yeah. From the outside you know. looking in, we concur. And we've all spent enough time in the club that we know there are those couples, both men and women, that will be in there just extra loud, obnoxious, and there's no way she's enjoying it that much, and there's no way he screams like that every time he comes. But <laughs> with you guys, especially you, Echo, when you're enjoying it, we know you're enjoying it, and you guys are 100% genuine. Yeah. It's like the world's greatest compliment ever. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I, I want to be here with you guys always. <laughs> 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 but there, you know, that's true, though. I mean, you can tell. You can really tell. So that's one of the, okay, sad, like, but like, let's make lemonade out of the lemons. One of the saddest things to us in the club is seeing a woman who won't let herself go. She's holding herself back for whatever reason from feeling the pleasure. And we've often talked about, like, of our 5,000 plus fantasies, one of them is going and being like, we're gonna get her off. We need to be like, bloop, get out of here. We're in charge now. And like, we'll tag team her together. And, be, and just like, cause we see it and we're like, we could totally, we, we can get her off. It, because, I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they like let themselves, they're so. Yeah, they're so close. Some of them are so closed off. Yeah, yeah. they just, oh, let, let yourself go. It feels now, so much see, better. That reminds me. Um, a lot of first-timers, when they go to the club, mm -hmm. you can always tell who's who's there for their first, second, third time as they tend to sit off by themselves, scattered about the club, mm -hmm. just paired off together and alone, and really just taking everything in. But knowing you guys, I'm guessing your first night out was not sitting off in the corner, I feel. <laughs> we posted at the bar for a bit. <laughs> and we, like, people would see us and we'd be like, hello, and talk to them. But then we were a little nervous. We are like, let's go and make fools of ourselves playing pool. Right. And we just ended up, no one, because obviously we got there at 6 and, you know, 6 a.m. <laughs> no one was there. So we played pool, just the two of us. Realize that we were both really awful at it, but we had a, we didn't realize how good we are at like talking to each other. Right, banter. Yeah, yes. the banter. Yeah, and I remember like I don't know, somewhat like you you did an awful shot, and it like I don't know, like you scratched, and I was like, yeah, that's okay, we can always cuddle. Didn't realize that there were people around, and they started laughing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like and we just were bantering, and then because of that, people were like, oh hey. You're really funny and talkative. Here's my name. And we were like, oh, this is how yeah, you meet and, people. And we actually have had newbies that now come up to us in the club and we're like, we just want to talk to you. And <laughs> of course we will. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys are. You guys are totally easygoing people. And I think you're easy to approach. And I think you're easy to talk to. And, and at the same time, as newbies, 
the first thing that happens for a newbie as they walk in the club, like you said, is that tour. Yes. Uh-huh. And I know I personally, as we post up at the bar talking and watching what I like to call the meat parade, as they, <laughs> as you see them walking with the club owner and, oh, well, they're on a tour and, oh, that's a couple I'd like to talk to. And we typically will give it a couple minutes as they walk to the back and then we'll make a perv walk or now a promenade as promenade. we're going to be calling You got a promenade! I love it! So we're watching Bridgerton. <gasps> and you watch Bridgerton? No, but is it going to get me all hot and bothered? Well, so, no. oh, okay, now I'm one for the period pieces. Yes. Oh, I love period pieces. <laughs> you called them that too. And she says, shall we promenade? And they And walk. I'm thinking, you know what, from now on, every <laughs> time we go for that. a walk around the club, we're going for we're a promenade. promenade. I love yeah. that. I love yeah, that I love so it. much. I don't know if we'll ever get rid of calling it a perv walk, walk, but I yeah. think promenade has a little je ne sais quoi. Yeah, that yeah. like, was the whole thing. <laughs> so, when the newbies stroll in, we give them a couple minutes to where we think they're going to be back by the uh, the video room, and at that point, we'll promenade to the back <laughs> and have it run through. Oh, are you guys new? Oh. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, are you new? <laughs> so, Earlier this week, we, there was a brony who, I don't even know how we ended up, they reached out to us, and well, he reached out to us and was messaging, and it felt very help desk like, hey, I've seen you with you two before, you're great, have a couple questions, and I was like, oh, happy to help, like, you know, just take one for the team, and, and just being a help desk, but then, do you remember, fucking what he said? He was like, so, ha ha, how do I go, I don't know how to do this. How do the pros do it? Yeah. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, well, first off, you don't call us pros. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I disagree. I love, I love being. No. <laughs> yeah. The pros get paid. And that, yeah. that introduces a whole new concept. <laughs> veteran, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Like, See, I don't want to be a veteran because that just sounds old and I I've been doing, and I have been doing it for I a really fucking long time. I just don't know how the pros do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how they do it either. It's not, I'm not a pro. <laughs> Let's ask a pro. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's stressful. Do you remember that though? Like oh, I like yeah, held I my phone out like it was dirty. I was like, oh, take this. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.